Hi everyone and welcome to the Mini Gaming Union podcast for Tuesday, March the 1st. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Lauren. Hey guys. And Clollin. <laughs> Who the hell is Clollin? Clollin. Clollin. Well, yeah, we're You're going to get it right, say colon. I mean Colin. <laughs> Colin. Yes, so in, in, in <laughs> case you, you haven't figured out. Colin. Master Colin. Colin is the amalgamation of... Uh, Colin and Astaris. Much like Brangelina. Mm. Because yes. Dara couldn't get they're our now, names right. They're now married and have two kids with each other. With the, oh, no, 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 no. They have 11 kids. Well, Colin have two. And a ton of adopted <laughs> ones, I guess. <laughs> well, Colin has, has many kids elsewhere. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> he has 50 kids just stowed away somewhere. Up in the I attic. Never I, knew mean this. I mean basement. I'm so hurt. <laughs> Oh dear! It's all coming out now. Yes. Oh boy. Colin's gonna Colin's gonna publish some memoirs in a few years' time. Memoirs of how he raised on, fifty kids. Yeah, about his life on Gaming Union, how he raised fifty children while working on the side at the same time. <laughs> you turned them into slaves. People just didn't know. They didn't understand the pressure. <laughs> it was pure pressure. I had to give in. Oh dear. Right, so, uh, yes, this is Minigup, our community show for GamingUnion.net and the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union podcast feed. And today on the show, we're going to be talking about which games are coming out in March of 2011. And we're going to be talking about some diamonds in the rough from this generation, Mm. which I guess is very similar to the feature we actually do on the main site called Hidden Gems. But we're not actually going to talk about any of the ones we've already talked about, just to keep things nice. And interesting. And we've also got a question from the forums, which is, do you think it's fair for games companies to give only special editions to certain regions, and do you think it's a smart business opportunity for them to do mm, so? Ponderance. Yes, ponderous indeed. I have a feeling so just remind Hearts ev- fans will have a lot to say about that. Well, it's, Square Enix in general have been, been quite mean recently, been but we'll get onto that a bit later. Yes. So just to remind everyone... Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy Union has a new show every Tuesday, and the shows, well, there's Kingdom Hearts Union, there's Final Fantasy Union, and there's Minigup, but we also have plenty of other shows as well, we've got Let's Play again, we've got a new show called The Good, The Bad, and The Fugly, which is a <laughs> reviews roundup from GamingUnion.net, and we also have Gaming Music FM, or GMFM, which, well, this episode has a uh, very special guest Ooh, on it. You don't yeah. want to spoil it now. Ooh. No, no, no. Ooh. So this this podcast is produced by GamingUnion.net and TweaksMusic.com and it comes out on iTunes and GamingUnion.net. And we'd like to thank Juxter for uh, helping to organise the podcast. Amongst many thank other you. things. Bonza! That was the Bonza. worst Australian accent I've ever heard. Good day, mate! <laughs> oh. oh dear. I tried my best. So before we before we jump into the uh, the new releases for March, we've actually got a, a brief little announcement, which maybe you may have noticed already. But we actually launched a Yay! new website. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, Colin is apparently having a fit of some kind because he's so excited. Uh, <laughs> so in case you hadn't noticed or haven't checked out the website, um, do so. We've yeah. just launched GamingUnion.net version 3, but it's currently in beta because while we have a lot of changes planned, we couldn't And there's a lot of bugs. The, it, yeah. yeah. It basically... Yeah. There are a lot but of bugs, really yes. Pretty. It's really pretty. Like, if you check it out, it's really, really super pretty. It's awesome, but a little bit broken still. 
It's a, it yeah, was I not a as tiny bit. when we were in the process of launching it. <laughs> yes. yes, we it took, we, have we were like, improved. oh, this this shouldn't take too long to launch it, and then it ended up taking hours twelve later. hours because I think my favorite bug was when we migrated over the forum software and my account had been deleted. <laughs> it was great. It's like so. Sh- how, how are we gonna work? How are we gonna figure that People one out? People were clanning so at the theoretically, time. and they were all like, oh, "Is the site back up yet?" And we're like, "No, it's not." <laughs> It's broken. So it's gonna be broken you're forever. You're seeing the gaming union, um, the gaming union.net version three point like six or two or something like that. We'll just go for this point zero yes. one. Although okay. if Sean's if 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 we were going on official bug testing, it would be like three point zero point a hundred. Mm-hmm. Point pi. Yeah, it's uh, there. There have been a few minor changes behind the scenes since the site launched. Just, just a few. But it's good. Mm-hmm. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, for. Uh, yeah, well, uh, a lot of people, I guess it's like everything. Oh, I, I always think about Facebook. You know, whenever Facebook changed their layout, there's always oh ma- millions like, oh, of petitions about, oh, I hate, the new yeah, I hate the new layout, whatever. And then no. five minutes later, but after people a month, forget what the yeah. old version even looked like. Yeah, oh, so, I completely forget what Facebook looked like originally. It's so weird. We only we only really had one person that, did, that said they didn't really like the new layout. Everyone else has been quite positive about it. Mostly people have just been complaining because we had to take away some of the old functionality. In the forums, it will be especially. mostly coming back in the future, but though. But we still have Pac-Man, and Pac-Man is is really good. Yes, Pac-Man and only and Pac-Man. Everybody's yeah. Who has the, the high score position. right now? I think the top score was Sabinus, possibly. There was a there was a competition between you and Zero. Yeah, there was for a little in while. The first few days. But I will say, I really like the latest posts feature that we have now because it really helps you like see what everybody's saying you don't have to go on every well it was on the last one but just check it, out. it was kind of hidden yeah it was, it was a little bit hidden yeah this one this time it's like right on the side you can see it it's bright it's pretty and yeah and that's a good example of us listening to user feedback because when the site launched it just wasn't there at all <laughs> and now it is do you want to know what I miss about the site? I miss the orange box that used to be on the old, old version. The old version, version, version one. one. Of mm. Union. I miss the orange box. I the think I'm the box. only one. The orange Which made box people go shame. blind. <laughs> that was amazing. I miss it. We can it. blame Colin for that. <laughs> hey, hey, it, it, was the, it was something we needed to get rid of. Yeah, it was blind. Yeah, we, needed, we just needed to get out of our system. <laughs> No, but um, in in all seriousness, in in future versions of the website, we we actually have quite a lot planned. So I mean, um, we have a games database now, and you can add games to your collection or mm-hmm. follow them. Yeah, it doesn't really much do much like... now, other than uh, being able to see who else is doing the same thing. But in future versions of the website, you'll have um, a full user profile where you can where people can see what games you own and. Uh, the games you follow will use to create a custom RSS feed, so you can just get all the news from the games you care about instead of having to wage through the games you don't care about, which is very convenient for you. Also, we totally love you to um, put in what you if you like the game or don't like the game, because then we can have more votes on that as well. Yes, there are a lot of people that voted negatively for Final Fantasy XII currently. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I if, I was you, going if you like Final Fantasy XII and wanted to have a better rating, you, you should go and vote for it and say that you like it i think it currently has the lowest rating on the site more than likely um it's a bit harsh really (laughs) (laughs) so anyway i think we should move on to the actual content of the show so we'll be right back with uh, threads after this welcome back everyone it's time to jump with some threads 
And the first one we have is talking about the new releases for March of this year. Yay! And I'm going to take a really long breath here it's because there's quite a lot breath. of things. Do it in one breath. Do Brace it in yourself. one breath. I'm, do not it gonna, like I'm not going to be able to do it in one do breath. It. Do it now. <laughs> That's going to be insane. Do it now. I'm just going to do it at my own pace. Okay. okay? You fail. Sometime this week, <laughs> Take your time, Okay, Dara. so we have Fight Night Champion, Rift, Pokemon Black and White, Dragon Age 2, Homefront, Phantom Brave PSP, MLB 2011 The Show, Warriors of Troy, <gasps> Artanaliko Koga, Akami Den, Godly to Burst, MotoGP 2010-11, Top Spin 4, Yakuza 4, Crisis 2, Dissidia Joy Desim, Dynasty Warriors 7, Lego Star Wars 3, PlayStation Move Heroes, and Shift 2, plus... All the 3DS launch titles. Yay. Yes, the 3DS launches on March 27. Mm. Also, isn't Parasite Eve 3 the third birthday? Yes, why did you remove that from the list? It wasn't in the list you gave it me. It was in the <laughs> list. It's in my oh, list. It wasn't. <laughs> I'm kind of, like, even though I can't really buy anything as I don't have any money, but I'm kind of excited for this month. It seems it's like a busy there's month. a lot more that there's I recognize. There's a lot of Square Enix games. Dissidia, third birthday. Mm-hmm. Specifically, yeah, a, good... a lot of Square Enix PSP games. Yes. Mm. It's a good Square Enix, Square Enix month. Square Enix, Square Enix. I mean, I'm I'm really interested in Yakuza, so I'd really love to try and play Yakuza Four. If only because... it's like the Japanese version of Grand Theft Auto, and you have to beat people up and throw people at lampposts. <laughs> yeah, you learn abilities by using your cell phone. Which is fun. <laughs> no, no, it's by blogging. Oh, now it's by yes. blogging. <laughs> yeah, you you uh you get um oh, what's it called? The uh, uh, the Japan spin-off that one was you had to do calligraphy. Ah, uh, <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah, in, in this one you uh in this one yeah you get you get moments of photography inspiration right. So you get an inkling that something's going to happen. And the one I did was this woman she's driving she's driving along on a moped and she looks to the right and she sees this advertising banner with this really hot guy on it. So she's like looking at him completely like lovey-dovey. <laughs> Doesn't see the car in front of her stopped. Drives into the back of the car. Her moped then does a complete somersault. She lands over the other side of the car and carries on driving. And she didn't even know what happened. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that's, oh, how, and that's how you learn Japanese to do. Japanese humor is best. Yeah. That's how you learn to do a special move. Wow. Nice. By blogging about it. And you have to choose the right caption to it's the title for your blog. <laughs> nice. And that's how you if you choose the wrong caption you don't learn the move. What is Artonalico? Colin will be your man to talk about that. Yes, What's that that one is about? from Nice America and Gust, I believe. And it's a it's a JRPG. Oh, that, okay. that I am currently. Is it a good reviewing. one? Well we'll that? read the review, I guess. <laughs> is it a good one? Oh, I'd hope so. <laughs> Wait, so you said you're reviewing it, and but then you, you say you yet, hope no. so. <laughs> Colin, Let me the man of that. mass contradiction. Oh, no. I believe he meant I will be reviewing I it. I will be reviewing it. There you there go. There we go. <laughs> yes, there we go. Your journalistic integrity has been renewed. Yeah. <laughs> I think this month's really funny, actually, because so many companies were releasing their games on March the 25th, mm. stroke March the 28th, and then Nintendo were like, yeah, 3DS is coming out on that day. Everybody's so like, everyone's oh, just like, oh yeah, we need to move our game. Dynasty Warriors <laughs> oh, 7, no. delayed in Europe. Yeah quite, a lot, yeah, quite a lot of games in Europe especially because the 3DS is coming out on that day. Well, mm-hmm. in, in, the th- in America it's not coming out on the same day that normal games come out. But in, in Europe it is. It's on the Friday, isn't it? 
Yeah, and so quite a lot of publishers have changed their release dates to April the 1st. That's such a butthole move, though. It's just like, oh, you guys are all coming out with games that day? Well, not anymore. In your face. <laughs> Boom shakalaka. I mean, you got Crisis 2, Shift 2. Shift 2 delayed. They delayed that. Dragon Age uh, is still coming out on the 25th. Dra- oh, the Dragon Age is coming out That's on, like, that's on like, the 12th. Yeah, that's like really early in the month. What? What are you talking about? Awesome! I didn't even know. Good job. <laughs> I need to, I need to look into out. my wallet. I pre-ordered it. <laughs> that's coming out on the same day as Homefront. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Nobody cares about Homefront. Sounds Home really interesting. Oh, Colin, Colin, you also missed out Motorstorm Apocalypse. Come on. Oh, oh. PlayStation Three exclusive. But that's been so under the radar. And it's also not coming out in North America until April. We get a month <laughs> earlier because we're awesome. Oh. That's probably why really? it wasn't in the list. Lame. Colin doesn't care about Europeans. But Homefront, I'm really interested in. Like that I, game looks. I I just am interested in the story. I just I I was actually speaking to uh, the lead designer on Operation Flashpoint Red River about this, but it's kind of strange how many first-person shooter games are coming out all around the same time. I mean, how many have we had this year already? Oh, we were just had Killzone two, Killzone three, and we've got Homefront coming out. Operation Flashpoint Red River is coming out in April, May, I believe. You got Crisis Two as well. What was the other one? Oh, there's clearly more coming out that I can't even think of right now. I can't imagine being a first-person shooter fan of like. Bullet Storm just came just out. Same like time. Yes, Bullet Storm. On the oh, same Bullet day. Yeah. So come far, but that's crazy. a third-person shooter. Yeah, it's not a first-person shooter, Colin. Still a shooter. Mm. Still a shooter. <laughs> you still shoot things, Daryl. Well, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's just it's strange why I mean like because of the whole Call of Duty success where everyone's just like yeah let's make first person shooters oh. everyone loves them yeah no. little do they know <laughs> well they still sell a lot but I know which annoys everyone's me everyone's gonna but... get bored of them eventually you can only play so many games at the same game looking at the list though of releases it's quite varied it is very varied also, I I heard a rumor that Warriors Legends of Troy is now a PS3 exclusive in North America. But I don't know if that's true or not. Really? Tecmo Koei removed the Xbox logo from the website. Hmm. Sounds political to me. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I'm totally getting my hands on Lego Star Wars 3. Those Lego Star Wars series are so much fun. How's it going to be different fun. to the other ones, though? You're going to have clones. Because it's Legos! I don't know. Wait, different to the other ones on the list, or just different to the other Star Wars Legos? Yeah, this is the third one. I'm surprised nobody's talked about Pokemon Black and White yet. I was actually going to bring that up, but I just kind everyone of think... knows about my feelings about Pokemon, yeah. Colin. Yes, yes, it's all the same games. <laughs> it is all the same I game, just, and what's what? even worse, what? they're now one? doing remakes of the same game. So you know, got the same game Pokemon. and the it's same game. Pokemon. You don't see the old ones until you complete the story. Wow. But they don't make the game any different. That's besides yeah, the point. They don't make like Call of Duty any world. different. Hey, I'm not saying that Call of so Duty is now. great. People won't even notice. I know. No. Pokemon but it's Yellow, so weird like, for Blue. people who actually know who actually know and played like the old Pokemon games. Because it just seems like such a different world now. It seems like I don't belong in Pokemon anymore. Because I was just, you know, such a fan of the original. The last Pokemon game I played was like Pokemon Gold. Yeah, same. Same. The, last the last one I one played, played was Pokemon Red. I liked Pokemon Gold. I had my Pokemon Gold, and then I had Pokemon Yellow as well. I loved Pokemon I Yellow because you had actually both I played Pikachu. Pokemon Stadium. I had Red and Silver. I wanted Pokemon oh, Stadium, I like but Pokemon I didn't Stadium. have an N64. 
I like Pokemon Snap. That was Snap. crazy. <laughs> I really want them to make another version of that game. They have to make another Pokemon Snap. Come on. They'll probably do it with the 3DS. Oh, dear. No. Well, they... What Pokemon Snap that? When I bought 3D. that game... <laughs> when I bought that game at this game store, the guy actually tried to tell me not to buy Pokemon Snap. He was like, that's an awful game. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like... Wow. Dude. That's like do you the want my money game. or not? It's like so much fun. That game is so much fun. It's not don't your even, business what, what I buy. You just take my money and it's done. I know. But, yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I would never work in a game shop. <laughs> yeah, terrible. Just terrible. Like, no, this really? game is terrible. You're buying this game? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you Put doing? Put that game back right now. I don't even know why <laughs> we stopped it. Just clear the shelves of all the bad games. <laughs> what are you doing? What, what, what are you doing? Oh dear. Yeah, so anyway, in short, there are tons of games coming out this month. If you're going to buy them all, you'll be a pauper by the end of the month. <laughs> especially if you buy the so 3DS. Catch them all. Yes, Pokemon. especially if you buy the 3DS as well. <laughs> Even if Nintendo advise you not to I use the 3D. I cry Ooh. for your wallet. Oh, oh yes, on that note, we just found out the 3DS has already been hacked after a day. Yay. Yay. Skills. <laughs> yeah. That was fast. I wonder if there's going to be as much uproar as there is about the PS3. Mm. Probably not. I don't think because, anybody cares. Uh, no one cares about the 3DS being hacked. It's all like, yeah, so what? Mm. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's expected. So like Nintendo, when they came out, and were like, yeah, it's unhackable. It's like, really? Nah. <laughs> we don't <laughs> believe you. Shit. Launch date. This it's been game hacked. system can't be hacked. Unless you do this, then it can. <laughs> right, so our next thread is Diamonds in the Rough. And this was started by Sockadoo240. And he said, what games do you think got lost this generation? You know, the okay games that would be would be good to have in your collection, but came out at a time when there was too much overcrowding from AAA titles. Maybe people just don't know about them. For me, I'd pick Operation Flashpoint Dragon Rising, and a lot of other people in the thread picked the one that probably everyone is thinking of, Valkyria Chronicles. However, we've chosen some other ones just to be different. Because yeah. we are uh, Lauren, different. What, what did you pick? What did you pick, Lauren? Okay, um, actually, I haven't played the portable version of this game because I don't have a PSP, but the original version is just as good. It's Persona 3. Pretty much it came out, um, it came out again on the PSP, except it's, like, altered slightly because you can play as a girl or a guy this time. But it's, like, a really awesome JRPG that not a lot of people really know about, unless if you're, like, a really big fan of Atlas, then you know that Persona 3 and Persona 4 are, like the ultimate jrpgs ever it's really good there's a really good story um it's all about this one kid who you call you can call him whatever you want um i forget what his actual name is but we just call him him main character and basically he goes to this school he's just called main character um, yeah well yeah i don't know I'll, i'll just refer to him as main character so he goes to this school and um he gets put in this dorm and they uh his dorm mates are all part of the secret society and then he <gasps> finds out um they find out that he can actually um go against these things called shadows like that he has a persona he can use personas and he can use multiple personas so um basically you just go back to this place uh called the TARDIS which is uh what happens Nothing to at do with like Doctor midnight Who? No, or Tartarus. <laughs> Sorry, Tartarus, not the Tardis. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> I haven't played the, I haven't played right. this game. I haven't played this game in a little while, so it's my explanation slash synopsis is just kind of a little um, 
a little wonky, but like it's just it's really good. There's a lot of good characters in it. Um, it's it's pretty time consuming, as you have to do a, a lot of side quests. There's a lot of incorporation of the other like uh, people in the town and stuff. And um, but yeah, so if you're definitely if you're looking for a good JRPG. Um, turn-based battle system, you know, like the classics. It's this game is definitely for you. Like it's it's really awesome. But it's on the PlayStation 2 or PSP. So Did it get its European release on the PSP yet? Cuz last time I looked it hadn't been released over here yet. I don't um, know cuz Atlas Atlas doesn't really maybe? release things over there have Is they? it not on PSN? I haven't I'm not sure. I think one of them might be, but I don't know if Persona 3 portable is. It might be just Persona portable. I think I remember um, well, I think that's the only reading version. that they had set a date for the European release, but I don't know whether that's actually happened yet. Because I was interested in buying it, but I blatantly not got it yet. <laughs> yeah, but it, it definitely is a really good game, so if you can find it somewhere, like it's definitely worth a playthrough. Well, as you said, the ultimate JPG of all time. Well... Not of all Many may time. contest that. But. <laughs> no, okay, maybe it's not of all time, but it's definitely it's definitely my really time. good. Well, Persona Four I've heard is like a lot better. Like it, it's definitely you know um, improved since Persona Three. But um, either one, I'd say try it out. So that's my. Okay. Well, what about agenda. you, Colin? <laughs> Me, I'm gonna go with Warhawk. This uh, Warhawk. <laughs> I don't think it necessarily was like passed over that much since it came out really early in the PlayStation 3's life cycle. Mm. Like at, the, at the time, a lot of people were playing it, but now it's just kind of died down. I remember being really excited for this, and I bought the bundle that came with the headset. And I, I got exactly the same bundle. <laughs> did you now? And I didn't use the headset. Neither did I. <laughs> no, I tell a lie. The only time I ever used the headset was if someone... The One of the main problems with that game that I found was with because two people could drive in a Warhawk, except only one person could actually do anything, and the other person was just a passenger. So if you had two people gunning for the same Warhawk, you'd spam the, the uh, button to get in. You don't so know one which one's going to be lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so sometimes you end up as the passenger, and you get an idiot for a pilot. Yeah, <laughs> he just flies around and does nothing. Or if they die, you die. So. I remember this one game, this guy was just flying around doing absolutely nothing. Like, he wasn't even engaging the enemy, he was just, just flying around and doing loop-the-loops and stuff. Turned my microphone on and just started swearing the hell out of it. <laughs> and was just like, dude, just stop being an ass. Do just let something me out, productive. please. Come on. Because you can't even kill yourself. You can't. You're just stuck. <laughs> uh, he did actually listen to me, which was nice. That's cool. <laughs> I would love to be there that fight. No, just to hear you just click language. on and be like, <laughs> I don't think he was expecting it. I don't no. think anybody would have been expecting it. No. <laughs> Angry British guy swearing what? at me on Warhawk. I was, I was a very competitive Warhawk player, so he was, he was costing me points per minute. <laughs> <laughs> per minute? Yep, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. You did show me Warhawk. Wasn't that the one you showed me when I was there? Yeah, although I showed you offline, so you couldn't really get it. I know David like. loves. But Warhawk. it still looked like a lot of fun. It was. It yeah, is. David loves Warhawk. Yeah, we played. We played. Well, he did until he played he... against me. What? He did like it until he played against me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was ironically the best match I ever had. I killed him about twenty times. <laughs> I remember him killing um, me about twenty times because I was never that good at well, Warhawk, I... but I still loved it. It was one of the best like um, flying games at the time. Or 
It's just it, it take it has a, a ridiculously long learning curve. It took me about like ten to fifteen hours before I really understood what the hell was going on. You're not actually making it sound like it's that much of a diamond. Oh, um, once you get into it, it's amazing. Like the gameplay is the. Especially the Warhawk gameplay, like flying around, it's like the best. It's the experience. most fluid. I say it's the most fluid like experience flying a plane in a game, mm. any game. I just, I just think it's awesome that like the gameplay outside of the plane is actually like just as good as. The yeah, they don't have just like the plane. You have like tanks, foot soldiers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna offend some people here, and probably even Colin, but. I'm going to say that it's like Battlefield, how it should be, because you have all the vehicles in there, but everything is perfectly balanced and everything is perfectly controllable. Have you played I mean, Battlefield with... 2? <laughs> yeah, well, like the planes and stuff and the helicopters, you end up with people just doing use in the sky because they like kind of fly up and then they let it go and it drops down and then they fly up and then it goes down and <laughs> fly up and then it goes down. That's because they don't know how to use the plane. Exactly, because it doesn't work that well. <laughs> yep, you're going to get some fan rage for that one. I think I'd actually... Uh, I'll probably get some rage for this as well, but I'd probably prefer to play this to like anything like Halo or any of those kind of games. Like It's, it's just, just really, really fun. I liked it because it was so fast-paced as well, and especially if like... Um, it doesn't matter what you're of the doing if you're like, like a foot soldier or if you're in a warhog or in a tank. Yeah, it's because... incredible. Yeah. Everything is perfectly balanced, so you'd think that if you're on, if you're a foot soldier against a tank, you're pretty screwed. But you can still take them out. If you're mm-hmm. in a tank against a warhawk, you know it's pretty even. There's 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 always something that can take you out, no matter what you're in, in like one hit or two hits. But it's how you use what you have that makes the difference. Mm. I remember I mean, spamming like, landmines all over the base in Capture the Flag. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Daryl showed me his secret. What was it like? Yeah, it's it's there's a there's a on Archipelago. I think it's Arch- no no the one with the it's all, all set in the sky, um, and there's like landmine spawn. So people used to stick landmines on the ceiling hidden. I did. It. So when that. you run in, like yeah, I can get some landmines. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> Whoops. I used to know quite a few glitches and like where you could cap. There was one part where you could capture a base. And uh, generally when you can see someone's capturing a base by, like, it, the points total is changing. So then obviously you know someone's there. But I used to know a place where you could hide so they wouldn't know you were there. And you could just see these guys running around just, like, thinking, where the hell is this guy? <laughs> like, he's clearly here because it's just stuck on zero and it's not going either way. <laughs> so like, you just oh, okay. and then, uh, Yeah. Then you just pop up and throw a grenade in his face. But anyway, what about you, Astaris? What, what's your hidden gem? I think um, it might be a little controversial because what I'm going to say isn't actually all that complimentary. But I would say that my title would have to be Enslaved. Um, if anybody spoke to me about this before it was released, I was actually really excited about it because it looked so beautiful. And um, it came out last year, and it's from Ninja Theory, and they had Andy Circus, which is... Um, um, from Lord Gollum. of the Rings, he played Gollum. Gollum. Yep. My precious. Exactly. <laughs> he um, wrote it, did um, voice and motion capture. And um, 
it was just such a beautiful game. Um, all of the scenery and the um, character building and whatever, and the storytelling was really great for it. And I think it's um, a fine example of how gaming isn't just um, to shoot people and generally be murderous. It can actually be a great and violent and medium. destroy your childhood. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but even though there is plenty of violence in the yeah, game. at the same time there was a lot of button mashing, so you can kill droids and stuff like that. But more than anything, I just loved. Um, it was sort of set in a post-apocalyptic world, but it was so beautiful and colorful. no games are setting post-apocalyptic worlds. What are you talking but about? But none of them are as beautiful <laughs> as Enslaved. Your most post-apocalyptic worlds are like gritty and either brown Gray. or grey and stuff brown. like that. But well, this one was just so vivid and colourful. And I remember there's this bit right at the start where you're walking along like this green green section and then you turn around this corner and there's just like all of these like autumn red leaves um, coming down the sides of these buildings and across the path and it was like, whoa, it really like took me back and I was like, yeah, this game is so beautiful. The only problem I had is Final Fantasy X like post-apocalyptic. No, uh, I wouldn't. Well, it depends what you consider the apocalypse. Well, I mean, in their world, it was apocalypse. It was an apocalypse. It's more like Armageddon. <laughs> but death from above. In any case, I was really excited for that game. It's a shame to, I don't know. The uh, controls were really difficult to, like, I didn't think the controls agreed with me that much. I was fighting more of the camera than I did was with the mechs. <laughs> <laughs> and there was lots right, of glitches camera. in the cutscenes. Yeah, yeah, there were a lot of glitches as well. The thing that I find best about it is that the marketing department came out and said, we released it at the wrong time. It's <laughs> uh, so, like, you released it in direct competition with some of the biggest releases of the year, and you're wondering why people didn't necessarily notice it was coming out on that day. And I don't <laughs> think they really actually advertised it all that much. No, that mm. was, there they was tried. hardly any advertisements. They tried. It just didn't work. If only it's they like, had what? the same advertising as Dead Island. It's like either oh, they Dead thought that... Oh, <laughs> that's why? Yeah, let's not get into that. Yeah, but that's, yeah, that's, like... We'll say that for another day. That's why it is kind of like a diamond in the rough, because it's one of these games that... It sold less than half a million. Announced. And they said just, they were disappointed Just slightly shy of half a million. They wanted to sell over a million. Mm. But it was... But it's like, why not give it the best option? Like, why hinder yourself? Yeah, but it's like, why do you think Halo doesn't release in November or October? Because hmm. I don't know. You got games like Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty. Either they were extremely confident and thought, oh well, you know, if we're going up against this really big tile, we'll we'll still do okay because we're enslaved. <laughs> we're different. <laughs> we're ninjas. Or they just ninjas were not thinking at all. Men. But I just think... thinking about it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think they were um, actually considering that it was going to be like a series. Uh, I think they've sort of thought, yeah, we're not successful enough to make it into a successful IP. Well, they want to still do it, but I guess we'll see. Well, I mean, they've only released one DLC and they were going to do loads of DLC. I think the big thing is that firstly, Ninja Theory then got signed up by Capcom to make Devil May Cry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, also, Ninja Theory... Uh, they, I guess there was a lot of smoke and mirrors because they were like, yeah, 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 like you need to spend all this extra money. Like Andy Serkin wasn't really wasn't supposed to be part part of the game. Mm -hmm. Namco uh, didn't want him, 
but Ninja Theory were like, no, 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 you need, we need him. Like, you need to spend this extra money to get him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that and that didn't really uh, pay off for them. Maybe they thought that they really think that like Andy Serkis would kind of advertise the game for them. Probably. Yeah. I mean, because they also paid a ton of money to get the the script writer from Twenty Eight Days Later on the board. Maybe. Well, that's good. But maybe if they just had. Um, <laughs> if they did the game when it was closer to Lord of the Rings, when he was actually really noticeable, popular. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to Andy Circus. I love you, Andy Circus, but like, yeah, I don't know. Like, if you compare it to what Guillermo del, I can never pronounce his name right. Guillermo. Del Toro. Del Toro. I just call him. Like Guillermo del Toro. Like how they're doing with him. Like he's an astounding director he's done a ton and like compared to any circus it's just kind of like mm, there's nothing in the know? game that would make you think yeah any circus was um apart from him blatantly being in the game but apart from that there's nothing in the game that would say oh yeah he's in this game it's blatantly his style yeah. or whatever it's just although it's, it's like blatantly him spoilers yeah, bl- potential spoilers. There are the cutscenes yeah. where it's that- like pictures from his family holidays. Yeah, I wasn't mm. gonna say. No, I think there's well, um there's like um pictures of everybody. Well, not everybody, but people that worked on the game. It was like various different people that were showing. Yeah, at the in beginning, the but at the end, it started becoming just all Andy Circus. Yeah, Don't- maybe if they show <laughs> somebody who is um more grounded in a certain style, like I mean. As we were saying before, people don't really know Andy Serkis' style because we only have seen him as Andy Serkis, the actor, not necessarily Andy Serkis, the um, artist, pretty much. Yeah, he's he's more a cog in cog in the machine than the creator designer of the machine, so he doesn't really yeah. have an overall say. I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm now going to move on to my. Diamond in the rough. Which Fine, put it's it gonna all antag- on you, Daryl. It's going to antagonise Colin doing this for the next spite. few minutes. I am. Well, <laughs> kind so of a half out of spite. So, my diamond in the rough is Metal Gear Acid. Acid spelt with an exclamation point. Do you hear that? <laughs> Daryl, do you hear that? That's the what, sound Colin? of my palm hitting my face. Good. <laughs> it's a palm Keep face. Keep it there. Not a face palm, Keep it there. palm face. <laughs> So, for all those Metal Gear fans out there, or anyone else who just hasn't heard of this game, it's it's a, it was released on the PSP, and there are actually two of them. It's non-canon, which is why Colin disowns it and pretends it never exists. <laughs> um, but it does follow the story of a solid snake in a different universe uh, with loads of different characters. But the thing that makes it different is that it's not real-time. It's all turn-based. It uses and card-based it's a card system. game. So, like, you have to pick a deck of cards, and then you have to use those cards to, throughout the mission, mm-hmm. which I think is actually really interesting. Like, you have to d- decide which cards you want to use for movement. Like, you have to equip a weapon, and then you have to uh, put the ammo in it to use it as a gun. Is it you may kind miss, of, and then... Is it kind of like Chain of Memories? Uh, well, Chain of Memories was still real-time, wasn't it? Well, it used a card, it used a card deck. To yeah, but it was all done in real-time. Yeah, oh, none okay. of this is real-time. Oh, okay. It's all, like... You put the weapon, you put the ammo in the gun, you say, that's my turn, he'll then fire the gun, then it's the enemy's turn. Okay. And then he can kill you. And then, <laughs> and then like he can that. kill you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was like, because you still had to try and evade all the security cameras, you still had to go on sea and all this stuff. And there was also competitive multiplayer, which uh, was very interesting. 
especially in the second game they had like um, a kind of death match where you mm. could go against different bosses from the various games I think uh, Fortune was in there and uh, Ocelot as well didn't they, they have like a whole weapons. 3D thing going on with it yes the second game had 3D the solid eye not solid eye from Metal Gear Solid 4 it was before the original that. prototype so basically, yeah, it was, it was a 3D, so you could use your PSP in 3D. You had to attach this ridiculously huge box to, <laughs> nice. to your PSP. Portable gaming at its best. It is. It, it, was, it was crazy. It's like a little piece of card, but it unfolds into this box which wraps around the PSP, and then you can look at it 3D. Nice. Oh, my god. The cutscenes in 3D. But <laughs> Who needs a 3DS like, when the PSP it. can do 3D? Like, how many years ago was this was in like 2006, 2007, nice. I think. Mm. Yeah, I I loved I loved it. I loved what it did. I, the second one was a bit more crazy because they really went for the acid feel. The first one had some more. Yeah, you really needed to be subtle on the acid graphics. Too, like, the colors and the graphics <laughs> were insane. You're walking around levels where it's like bright red, bright and yellow, yellow, neon green. Wow. So, <laughs> and in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> and the story is typical snake he's uh he's in there can, can, he's uh can i spoil he's it? doing a mission huh is this is that going to be a spoiler no it's the story for every single mega so game he's in yeah, there doing a mission for someone this is, this is, this is, i think a bit of a spoiler it's not it's not actually solid snake it's well, it is, but it isn't. Well, no, that's <laughs> it a spoiler. <laughs> well, no, that's a spoiler. <laughs> no, as I said in the start, it's Solid Snake in a different universe. <laughs> You're never it's gonna it's play. Snake you don't even have universe. a PSP. It's non-canon. Oh, it doesn't know. affect the story of the main series in any way whatsoever. <laughs> it could, so but it could be the same Solid Snake. It could be not. Maybe. It's unlikely. <laughs> maybe it'll unlikely. be like, hey, check out this diamond in the rough. Kojima did say that he would be interested in making a third one for the PS PlayStation Ooh. Network if people wanted it, but unfortunately no one does. <laughs> Only Daryl. I want my Only Metal Darryl Gear HD. Yeah, oh, where's the HD, HD trilogy. trilogy? Thank you. Please give it to me. we still got to make the Metal Gear Solid for um, whatever he's going to call it. Sustenance. <laughs> Sustenance. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to play the You cannot one. live without Metal Gear. Metal Gear. <laughs> Metal Gear. Metal Gear. So I, under, I actually understand what the meaning. No is one understands the story. <laughs> no one understands the story. I was actually, I was actually having a conversation with um, one of Ubisoft's PR people the other day. He just picked up Metal Gear Solid Four and has played through the other ones. And we were talking about the story, and he was just like, "So, like this and this and this happened." I was like, "No, no, it didn't. It went like that, and this happened, and this happened, and that happened." And he's like, "What?" But then, what about this and this and that? <laughs> and, how so does everybody that make gets sense? a different experience. There's only one true story, and I know it. And one Colin does as well. Story to rule them all. It is. It is the ultimate video game story. <laughs> Nothing. There comes is no story close. that is anywhere near as complicated as Metal Gear, or as long in terms of well it's been, span what, 20, of games and years. long in terms of cutscenes. Twenty-five years of or longer, the video even. game world. Although I got Matrix pretty good. I mean, right, what other it's game the has of the video game world? There you go, that one. Okay. What what other game has some guy who gets his arm chopped off has that <laughs> arm replaced by a dead guy, <laughs> which then possesses him? No, no. But he oh, didn't this really is spoiler, possess him. Spoiler! He doesn't actually it's possess not... him. I just said that. <laughs> 
Metal Gear is insane. Uh, no, don't. You see, the All arm... Right, let's the arm... stop talking about Metal Gear before we spoil anything else. It's not spoilers. I mean, the arm just thinks he possesses the guy. <laughs> the arm just thinks... He makes a thing that he does. That hand possessed him, but in reality, he didn't. <laughs> see, it's true. It's absolutely crazy. It I'm an arm, I'm possessing you. And you go, what the hell? <laughs> Actually, yeah, because we were talking about MGS3 because he hasn't played that, and he was like, "Did I miss anything?" I was like, "Not really," because it's about Big Boss. It doesn't really affect MGS4. And then he was talking about Ocelot, and I was like, "Oh wait, yeah, it really does change everything." <laughs> <laughs> you really have to play that's... MGS1 through four to get the whole story. Yeah, that's what I want to do. And technically, really you have do. to play Portable Ops and Peace Walker as well. Portable Ops, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you actually do. Yeah, there you do. Mm-hmm. Yes, so you. Cool. Yeah. Even though you won't care about any of the characters in Portable Ops, <laughs> the, you still need yeah. to play it. You, you'll care about story. Big Boss. That's all you care about. Because the shit happens. <laughs> well, I, fi- I find that all the portable characters, like all the characters they make up, are never as interesting as the ones in the main series on, on the home consoles. No, because the portable ones so far have all been about Big Boss, except Acid, and nobody cares about that. Yeah, but the side characters, <laughs> like, even when. <laughs> even when Carol cares cause... about it. Campbell is in um, Portable Ops, but, like, I don't care. It's just not interesting to me. No, because all you have to care about is Big Boss. And all your troops, Colin. Yes, and your troops, which is kind of tragic in Portable Ops. Yes, anyway, they are well, they are our diamonds in the rough, and uh, feel free to jump in on the thread and say Steak. if you agree with us. Snake! Or if you have any other suggestions. <laughs> uh. Anyway, we'll be right back with our single question after this. Anyway, welcome back, everyone. We're now going to jump into our question. What is our question? So this question was submitted by PJK1234, and they asked, do you think it's fair for companies to only give special editions to certain regions, and do you think it's a smart business opportunity? Now, I have a feeling that this question arose because of what Square Enix has been doing recently with all their special editions for their PSP games. In Europe... Europe gets the good ones. But not America. North America <laughs> gets crap. It's like, please pre-order the third birthday, Twisted Edition. America just gets the standard <laughs> one. Yeah. Pre-order please pre-order the, the City Limited Edition. America just gets the standard one. We just oh, get like I a couple of characters. Some prejudice. Okay, if you want to attract us Western market people, give us the freaking special editions. Does your well, apparently you. they don't, don't need try to, to make Western games. Well, you've got to look at it the other way. Yeah, firstly, Europe is still Western. Um, <laughs> I think Europe cares more about America. their games than North America. We're in the middle. We're just in the middle. Yeah, you're we're in the middle. middle. Closer to we're home. in the middle, people. Anyway, so maybe Square Enix are only doing it in Europe because no one's buying the games and they only need to entice them to buy them somehow. Did you think about that? I figure it was more no. because Europe, Europeans care more about Final Fantasy than North Americans. On top of that, we used to about wait Final months Fantasy. after release. The North American release. Yeah, exactly. I was it's just going to say. Of making do, to the do we think it's fair? Yeah. Do you do Europeans think it's fair that we get something that North Americans don't? Of course, we damn well think <laughs> it's fair. We've had like ten years of suffering. Yeah. We, the first Final Fantasy we had was seven for Christ's mm-hmm. sake. So Lenny. wait, why can't well, both regions get the limited edition? I don't see why Europe should out. just get get it and North America not. Because they just don't like you anymore. Yeah, falling out of favor. Daryl, you have to buy the, the well, studio limited sorry. edition for me. No. Yes. 
Yeah, do it's it. definitely do it a business opportunity. They're just doing it to think, yeah, you're special, you can have this. And then if enough people complain, they're like, okay, we'll give it to America too, but it's going to be like 50 times as expensive. Well, the thing that I find interesting is that I may be completely wrong here, and I know I say this a lot, but if I am, prove me mm-hmm. wrong. Um, the third birthday has no standard edition. Really? I think you can only buy the twisted edition because ah. that is the one that is retailing for like the normal price. So mm. it's it's sort of pretending to be a special edition, but it's sort of not. Yeah. It's just well, a lot of companies are doing that you. now, aren't yeah. they? They're doing like the special pre-order editions where it's exactly the same price, but you get like a free piece of DLC yeah. or something. You get it like might a, as well an just be in gun. the game anyway. Yeah. So please, please pre-order our mm-hmm. game. Because then we can go to our boss and say, look how many people have pre-ordered the yeah. game. Yay. And we won't get fired. <laughs> yeah. Although I am kind of upset with like the final mix versions of games not being released over here, like the King well, they, stuff. Well, if, if the City of Geodesium is anything to go by, they won't be able to do them anymore. The whole point of them was that because they... Because they were um, really so far the, apart. Yeah, because the the Japanese one was really so far but apart now they're from like the two Western weeks, one. Two weeks apart. Hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they're not because with the Cydia it was like nine months. So they when the Europe when the European and the North American one came out, they released the Japanese one to like put in all the additions they'd made to our version. Mm-hmm. But this time they released like yes, almost identically. So I, they're not going to be doing any changes. I think what they can do but is I just DLC. feel like we we lose out on a lot of storyline, especially with the Kingdom Hearts series. Like there's. There's added storyline in the Final Mix version. And even, like, the Birth by Sleep Volume 2. There's so many people over here that don't even know that there is a Birth by Sleep Volume 2. And they're yet. not true fans of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, they're not true fans. <laughs> well, I mean... True fans like, will find out anyway. They will hunt that information down. For. Yeah, I know. But, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of regular fans who may not check websites, even though they probably should. But, you know... Just make it more accessible. Like I feel when like Nomura said that they weren't making a. Uh... I just feel like it it closes us off a bit and makes me sad. But it, you still love the series anyway. No. I wonder how many uh, Japanese <laughs> gamers out there are like we're just like like Nomura, why? <laughs> why do we have to suffer because you want to do simultaneous releases? We're gonna buy the game. I want my Final Fantasy XII Zodiac Edition. Twice, twice they have to buy. What? Well, the Final Fantasy XII Zodiac Edition actually added quite a lot to the game. Yeah, they actually um, they adjusted the license board system. Yeah, didn't they add like twelve new summons or something as well? I think so. I can't remember. I don't know. But something crazy. I almost got that, and then I remembered my PS2 can't play it. <laughs> because I have the NTSC version. <sighs> Isn't Japanese NTSC? No, but it's NTSC J, not NTSC US. Uh... So it still can't play it. Oh well. So yeah, in short, uh, do we think it's fair? Yes, we do. <laughs> no, we don't. Depending well, where you're Astara, from. Astaris and I think it's fair. It's fair you we're getting stuff yeah. that everybody else isn't. Colin and I um, will just be over here yeah, know, with your I'll standard just enjoy editions. Standard editions. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I'll what? enjoy my standard edition because I don't have to be impressed further in order to buy the game. Oh, Yeah, no, it's not right like there. I have to buy the Dissidia <laughs> OST limited edition. Oh, wait, I did. <laughs> I'll just I'll just enjoy my uh, Final Fantasy lithographic prints mm. of all the yeah. new characters. Other than, Daryl, although, buy it for me. I think they missed. I'll pay you back. Buy did they miss out Vaughn or something? <laughs> Isn't it all the characters other than Vaughn? <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> perhaps perhaps American could have all it, the, the I, I swear print. they missed no, one I'm of them sure out. I'm pretty sure Vaughn is in it. 
It was. It's all the new characters. Yeah, I think. Yeah. No, no, they missed one. Well, Prish isn't in it, but they they missed. I think they missed one of the main ones. But oh dear, they so. probably stay in my. No, Lightning, anyway. Yuna, Tifa, Kane, Laguna. Oh yeah, maybe Vaughn was missed out. That's what I just said. <laughs> I think we should get all time paradox. We should get all the snake prints, and America can have the Vaughn prints. That seems like a good plan to me. Oh yeah, so yes. yeah, sure. We, uh, are we all in agreement that we think it's a smart business decision? Yeah, well, of course, it's a smart business decision. Right here, <laughs> <laughs> virtual finger, like Brian says. <laughs> On that note, I think we should round out the show. After Lauren has given a virtual finger to in our entire audience, <laughs> I, I would join in in flipping the virtual bird as well. <laughs> no, Colin, I can't Yay! do that. Colin, join me. Look, if you keep doing this, I'm going to bring back Colin. No, oh no, you you just did. <laughs> hey, that doesn't affect me really, Daryl. <laughs> well, no, but I'm not quite sure what it means. <laughs> Be quiet. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, I'm just so. A worried. In case you uh, weren't aware, you can find Minigarp in the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union podcast series on GamingUnion.net. There's a nice shiny new section Yay! there. Just on podcasts in the main banner. Mm-hmm. And it's all lovely. It's all pretty. Pretty. Yes. You can also subscribe to the podcast <laughs> feed on iTunes. If you search for Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts, we are number, number one. one. Not said that in a while. No. A couple of episodes, I believe. Mm. Yeah, we also encourage you to jump in and join in the discussion. You never know your comment might or question might come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, bearing in mind that for mini gup, you can ask ask us questions about absolutely anything. 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 They could ask me what colored top are you wearing today, and I'll say it's a maroon tank top. It may not be a massive discussion topic, but but you can ask hey. us anyway. Yeah, you can ask us anyway. What's your favorite piece of fruit? Ooh, ooh. Oh, I'm not going to say because it'll be spoilers. No, mm. no. Don't spoil, we don't want spoilers. So next Tuesday's episode on this podcast feed will be Final Fantasy Union and the next episode of Minigup will be on the 22nd of March. Mm. If there are any changes to the schedule, we'll let you know on the podcast feed or on Twitter, which is forward slash gaming union. So, Clolin, <laughs> Lauren, I think it's time to say your farewells. See ya, guys. 245 days till Uncharted 3. Had to get it in there. It's worth gasping over. I'm, I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a Tweaks Music.com and GamingUnion.net production. Bye.